Hello everybody and welcome back. I had a lot of questions in this Saturday CWP class during my section on holsters. So I thought I'd cover what to consider in a holster for concealed carry. So let's get to it. Hey Scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Alright, as I said, we're going to cover holsters for concealed carry in this. Understand there's a lot of reasons to carry a handgun on you and... Different needs are going to require different holsters. So today, we're just going to focus on concealed carry. Your concealed carry holster, there are three things that they absolutely have to do. Number one is they have to cover the trigger guard. Your trigger guard has to be covered to prevent negligent discharges, or what we refer to in the trade as a suboptimal experience. Now, depending on the gun, that may or may not be an issue. The safe action pistols, uh, Glocks uh, and their ilk that have just a little blade in the trigger, those can be activated by uh, a, a loose holster, clothing, things of that nature in there. So you want to make sure that the trigger guard's covered, especially on those type of guns. Second thing the holster has to do is securely hold the gun. You don't want to be walking down Walmart, have your gun slip out of the holster, and you kick it and it goes skittering down the aisle. Uh, that's going to attract attention to you. Somebody may get a hold of it before you're able to get to it. At the very least, uh, Karen and Home Goods is going to look and see it, freak out, run, get a manager, and that's more unwanted attention that you have. The last thing it's got to do is keep the gun in the same place. When you reach for it, you want the gun to be there. You don't want to go hunting around because your holster has slid somewhere on your gun belt. And we're living in a really fortunate age because there's more holsters than there are guns out there. So you can get whatever type you need to accommodate your method of dress, uh, carry position, things of that nature. I'm pretty old school. I grew up in the old leather holster days. That was that was it. That's what you had for material for holsters. And leather holsters are good, don't get me wrong. But the problem with them is they eventually go soft. Uh, anytime you move leather, it, it's going to give in somewhat, go soft. doesn't necessarily hold the gun as securely as it used to. Hybrid holsters are compromise between leather and the newer versions of Kydex. A hybrid holster is going to have something that actually goes against your body, be it uh, leather traditionally, though neoprene is rapidly making inroads in as the material of choice for the backing of it. And you'll have a shell of some form, either Kydex or, or plastic on the outside that's molded to the gun. I ran a hybrid holster for years with a 1911 double stack in it. No longer made. It was made by CompTAC. It was the CompTAC Minotaur. It's a appendix carry inside the waistband holster. Leather backing with a Kydex outer shell. 
that actually was molded to each individual gun. Uh, one of the benefits of that holster was that you could order just individual shells. So if you were going to carry different guns, you could swap the shells out, still carry the same backing on it. Lately, I've been just carrying a Kydex holster. Uh, Kydex or injection molded plastic, either one have really found favor. They're inexpensive. Uh, they're incredibly durable. They're not as comfortable as a leather or hybrid holster, but the cost of them more than makes up for it. If you're a handgun carrier, if you're new to this, let, let me give you a tip. Just go ahead and go into your bedroom right now, open up one of your dresser drawers, and empty it out. That's going to be your holster drawer, because as you try different holsters and see what works and what doesn't work, you're going to amass quite a collection of them. Uh, ask me how I know this, and if you're a seasoned carrier, you're familiar with this. You already have your holster drawer pretty well stocked. Now, keep in mind, there's no ideal holster. Every holster is a compromise. They all have their pros and cons. Uh, we already covered the leather holsters and the fact that they'll eventually go soft and won't retain the weapon uh, as you would like. The hybrid holsters, if you have the leather backing, you may run into the same thing. The Comptac model that I've been running, I've been running for seven years now, and it still looks brand new. My wife has uh, Alien Gear holsters, and her inside the waistband holster has the neoprene bracking, and she's been running that a while, and it looks still looks like it's new out of the box. Kydex isn't as comfortable as a leather holster. You've got a piece of plastic stuck in your pants, and it's up against your body along with your gun all day long. Uh, another thing that uh, the Kydex holsters don't have that most of the leather holsters did was a sweat guard, something to put a piece of leather between uh, your nasty wet body and your firearm. Now, one of the pros for the Kydex holsters is that they don't require really any kind of manual retention device that you have to defeat prior to drawing the gun. Most of them are molded, so they lock into the trigger guard some the trigger guard and the ejection port and pretty pretty securely hold the gun all you have to do is draw it and while they're not as comfortable as the leather holster they are durable uh, they'll last you forever if you get a kydex holster it's pretty much going to be like luggage you'll have it the rest of your life now regardless of the material that your holster is made out of you can get them with any one of a variety of ways to fasten the holster to your belt there's belt slides where your belt threads through them. There's paddle holsters, which are nice if you have to take your gun on and off quite a bit over the course of the day. Uh, the paddle holsters just have a paddle that slide in between your waistband and your body and hold the holster pretty securely that way. If you elect to go with an inside the waistband holster, there's a variety of belt clips that attach to it. Uh, you can get just a simple J-clip where it's exposed on the outside of the belt and clips underneath. Uh, that keeps you from drawing your gun and holster uh, if you ever need it. There are C-clips which are a little more stealthy. There's just a little piece of plastic at the top and bottom of your gun belt that are visible 
the rest of the belt's clear. And all of these methods of attachment, uh, I've run pretty much all of them uh, at one time or another. And I've never had one fail. Uh, I've never had one that was difficult to put the holster on or take the holster off. Now, my preferences for J-clips, pretty much nowadays, uh, nobody pays attention to you anymore. So if they do see a piece of plastic clipped to the outside of your belt, uh, they're going to assume it's a, a cell phone carrier, something similar to that. So as far as a, a method of attachment, whatever works best for you. I personally run inside the waistband holsters. They conceal the firearm a lot better than an outside the waistband. They're not as comfortable as an outside the waistband, but your gun isn't supposed to be comfortable. It's supposed to be comforting. So one, one of the the concessions you make to be prepared is a little little bit of discomfort from your holster. Now, as to where you're going to carry your gun, depends on what type of holster you're going to get. Uh, I'm a proponent of inside the waistband. Again, it's easier to hide the gun, and it's also keeping the gun on your body where it's accessible. I prefer appendix carry. Uh, it's easier to draw while seated and in a vehicle. Some people have a problem with a gun pointed right there, but if you've got a modern firearm and you know how to use it, it's, it's perfectly safe. Some other options concealed carriers employ are ankle holsters. Uh, again, pretty much the same kind of uh, material that you can get in a belt holster you can get for an ankle holster. The majority of them are made out of some form of ballistic nylon. And an ankle holster isn't really convenient. It isn't, it isn't really conducive to drawing under pressure. Now, you don't get me wrong. Uh, when I was in law enforcement work in uniform patrol, uh, I carried a, a backup gun in an ankle holster. But my primary gun was hanging on my hip. It was much easier to get to. Same goes for shoulder holsters. Uh, I was in Vice Narcotics back in the Miami Vice days, so the cool thing to have was a Galco uh, rig like Sonny Crockett wore. And incredibly comfortable. Great if you're wearing a suit. Other than that, not real practical for concealed carry. Nice thing about that is the gun went on one side and two magazines and your handcuffs went on the other side, so it balanced the rig out nicely. Your holster and where you carry is going to depend on your manner of dress. Uh, I've dealt with quite a few medical professionals that are allowed to carry. Uh, it's tough to hang a holster on a set of scrubs. It just doesn't work. Most of them are going with uh, some form of belly band holster, which is also ideal if you're one of the masochists that, that like to run or jog. Uh, you can wear them with gym shorts, things of that nature. Most of the belly bands are, again, some form of neoprene with elastic and Velcro. Uh, all the ones that I've seen from quality manufacturers are, are very secure, actually. And the people that use them uh, say that they're, they're incredibly comfortable. So that may be an option for you. When you're looking for a holster, one, one of the traps you want to avoid are the different retention levels. You'll hear phrases like level one, level two, level three. Depending on what manufacturer you're talking to, 
this manufacturer's level three won't even be a level one, according to this manufacturer. Uh, as far as retention levels go, you just have to look at the two types of retention that the holster will use. It's either going to be an active retention where there is some form of mechanism that you have to unlock manually before you can draw the gun. Now, most of them are either thumb-released. Uh, in the case of the, the Blackhawk Serpa holster, you actually release that with your trigger finger. Then there's passive or no manual lock to defeat prior to drawing the gun. Most of the big manufacturers, Safari Land, Bianchi, Blackhawk, their level three holsters usually have some form of lock that you defeat with your thumb and your trigger finger. Uh, for instance, on the Blackhawk Circle level three, when you go to get your firing grip on the gun, you depress one button with your thumb and hit the release that locks the trigger with your trigger finger. When you're shopping for your concealed carry holster, you want to get one with the level of retention that you're comfortable with. I personally run nothing but Kydex holsters now. They're all passive retention, molded to the gun. All I have to do is draw it. I don't need one more thing to think about when the balloon goes up. I just want to be able to get the weapon up and employed as rapidly as possible. Hey, if you live in Anderson or just want to know what's going on in the city and the surrounding area, if you didn't realize it, Anderson now has a weekly variety show. Every Monday night it streams live on the Dead Horse channel on YouTube. You can either watch it live while it streams or watch it on demand. It's a variety show format, comedy, current events, interviews with area business folks, and everything that's going on. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Again, that's Nighttime with Odie on the Dead Horse YouTube channel. Catch an episode or two of it, watch it, enjoy it, and have fun. With all this being said on holsters, one thing you have to keep in mind is your gun belt. You want an actual gun belt. Your dress belts may look sharp, but they're probably not going to support the weight of a firearm or keep it in the same place all the time. Most of the holsters out nowadays come with inch and a half clips, so unless you're wearing an inch and a half wide belt, you're not going to be able to secure the gun to the belt. A proper gun belt is going to be stiff enough to maintain the position of the gun, support the weight. It's kind of like a house. It's the foundation. You get a good foundation to attach your holster to, and you've built a good rig. There's all kinds of good gun belts out on the market. Uh, I ran a Magpul Tejano for years. I still have the gun belt. It looks brand new. Magpul went with the manufacturing method of a, a silicone liner for stiffness and a leather outer for appearance. Uh, the leather outer, like I said, I've run this gun belt for years. Uh, the leather outer still looks brand new. Did the job for me. Uh, my wife actually introduced me to uh, the gun belt that I currently run. It's made by Next Belt, and I'll, I'll have links to these in the show notes. But the Next Belt is 
a very thin, stiff, but comfortable belt. And the reason I really like it, as opposed to the Magpul belt, the Magpul belt has a regular old-fashioned buckle that you have holes in the belt and put the little thing through and, you know, you can never get it just right. It's either too tight or too loose. The next belt system uses a ratchet on the, on the belt buckle itself and you're able to get it exactly as tight as you wanted it. It uh, adjusts in uh, quarter inch in increments. It's very secure. You can actually take it on and off one hand, which is something you can't do with the traditional belt. Uh, highly recommend those. Now, for the ladies out there, there's things, and I explain it this way in, in my classes, there's things I understand on an intellectual level about the challenges you face in carrying concealed. But I have a wife, and she does a segment uh, specifically for women on the different ways you can carry and still be stylish. Uh, she has run ankle holsters, belly bands, inside, outside the waistband holsters. So she's, she's familiar with all of them. So don't feel left out. And don't feel that you don't have choices. There's a couple places that my wife has purchased items from. And I'll include those in the show notes. Uh, as far as holsters, con dedicated concealed carry purses, things of that nature. Uh, worth looking at. Now, I know I've disappointed you if you've been hoping that I'd recommend a particular type holster for you. But uh, like I tell my classes, me recommending a holster, a gun, ammunition for you, things of that nature, would be the same as me telling you what kind of woman or man to marry. Uh, that's a very personal choice and up to you. Everybody's got unique needs and you have to find what's right for you. So like I said, go ahead and clean out that dresser drawer now and Start putting holsters in it until you find one you like. Your manner of dress changes depending on what you're doing. You might need multiple holsters to cover any style that you're going to wear. Well, I appreciate you all joining in and taking the time to listen to me. Don't really know what I'm going to do next. I've got my grandkids coming this weekend and spending a week, so I'll come up with some kind of topic over the course of that for for our next podcast uh, try to get one out every two weeks this one's a day late due to reasons but uh, again thank you for dropping in if you know anybody that might enjoy this podcast go ahead and recommend it to them you can subscribe to it we're on just about all the podcast directories so until next time be safe be happy, and thanks again.